We hope you enjoy this message recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. I love baptisms. I love like the fresh start, you know, that people have in God. And, you know, um, some of us here, we've experienced that fresh fresh start. And um, I love it. I love it. And I love the the power of um, people's story, of their testimony, of what God has done in their worlds. And um, so good on you, Kayla, Kim and Daniel. Well done. Um, Tonight, I wanted to, to preach a message called There's a Place for You in God's House. And uh, it comes from this, this, this thought that's been, that's been on my heart and on my mind all year. And it's the thought that there's a place for me in God's house. There's a place for me. And I've heard it everywhere. It's, it's a lyric in a song that we sometimes sing in worship. Um, Pastor Will referred to it a couple of Sunday nights ago, he referred to this, this principle that there's a place for you in God's house. Um, and, you know, it's, it's I belong here. I belong here in God's house, you know. There's a place for me. There's a place for my talents. There's a place for my abilities. But there's also a place for my inabilities, you know. Like where I am weak, he is strong, you know, in, in God's house. And... So this year, it's just the thought, there's a place for me, there's a place for me, there's a place for me. But also there's a place for you, yeah. you know? And I wanna, um, I wanna share on that tonight, that there is a place for you in God's house, you know? There's a place for your gifts, there's a place for, for your abilities and your inabilities in God's house, you know? Um, in John 14, verse two, it's Jesus talking and he's talking to his disciples and he says, and my father's house um, has many rooms. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And so, um, you know, sometimes we read that and we think that, that Jesus has gone to prepare a f- place for us in heaven. You know, we've got room, we've got a place in heaven. And that's definitely true. Like Jesus did that for us. We've all got a room in heaven for us with our name on it. Um, it'll probably be styled differently for different people, uh, depending on their interior design. Um, <laughs> Likes, um, anyway, uh, but so there's a place for you in God's in, in God's house in heaven, but there's also a place for you in God's house here on earth, and Jesus has prepared a place for you in God's house here on earth. In Ephesians two, I'm going to read this from two different versions. So Ephesians two eighteen to twenty one, in the um, NIV version, New International Version, it says, "For through Him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of His household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets." with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. So we are members of God's house. You know? Um, In the message version, I love the message version and I'm gonna start a little bit later on, but it it says this, you belong here with as much right to the name Christian as anyone. God is building a home and he's using us all. He used the apostles and prophets for the foundation. Now he's using you. 
He's fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone, with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God, all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. How amazing is that, you know? How amazing is that God is using us to build um, where He resides, where He, where he is, you know? Um, and when I was thinking of, of a building, you know, brick, brick buildings, brick by brick, He's building us. I thought of like um, some really fantastic buildings we've got in, in Dunedin, you know? So who's been to Larnox Castle? A few, a few people. Okay, um, who's been to Cargill's Castle? Oh, there's more people than I thought. There is two castles in Dunedin. Jason has been born and bred in Dunedin. He's never been to Cargill's Castle because he's a good kid because it's private property. But um, <laughs> the, uh, the thing is that, so Cargill's Castle is actually not being looked after. It's a bit of a wreck, really. It's got no roof. It's got um, fallen floors. It's only one level. Um, it's got missing windows. It's got missing bricks, all that sort of stuff. And so it doesn't look like Larnox Castle because it's missing stuff, right? And, um, yeah, I actually, I'll tell you the story, actually. It's a bit naughty. But it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay because if we confess our sins to one another, you know, he'll forgive us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. And, and Pastor Will confessed a, a former sin um, earlier this, uh, in the morning. He stole a car. I have not been as naughty as that. <laughs> I'm not as naughty as that. I may, I may have trespassed, but, uh, you know, on that level. And, and it's okay, statute of limitations, it was a long time ago. It was when I was studying, so it's okay, it's okay. I asked for forgiveness, it's all good. Yeah, I know, right? I know, right? But um, so, so I've been to Cargill's Castle and I had a sleepover in Cargill's Castle with my flatmates because that's a great thing to do. What did you guys do when you went to Cargill's Castle? You know, anyway. Um, I don't want to know, actually. But anyway. <laughs> so anyway, Cargill's Castle, moving along. It's, um, it's, a, it's a wreck, you know? It doesn't look like Larnox Castle. And, and I think when I thought about this, I thought, you know, that's, that's what God's house looks like if, if um, you're not there. If the roof isn't there, if the windows aren't there, if the second floor isn't there, you know? Because the problem is, like, A, it's not as warm. Like, it was really cold and a sleepover at, at um, Cargill's Castle. But also, it's not as beautiful. Nowhere near as beautiful if I compare it to Larnox Castle. Um, so the, God's house isn't as beautiful if you're not there, you know? Um, God's house isn't as strong if you're not there. Because, see, he's building us brick by brick, stone by stone. And, and, and what I see is like, you know, if there's missing bricks, you know, you don't carry the weight. When you're here, you carry weight. You carry weight in God's house. And... And we all have a, have a part to play, you know? Um, yeah, so what I wanted to talk through is I wanted to talk to three reasons why you might not be in God's house, why you don't feel you've got a place in God's house. And I just wanted to, to bring some truth to those areas where, where there might be um, some thoughts that, you know, um, that are, yeah, that you're not in God's house. 
So first off, maybe you feel like you don't fit in God's house. Maybe you think, you know, I don't look like that person. I, I, you know, I can't um, sing like that person. I can't dance like that person, which doesn't matter. Um, You know, maybe we think we don't measure up to what a brick should look like in God's house. Maybe, maybe. And... What's interesting here is, so when, this is Ephesians, this was written way, way, way back in the age, where they didn't have factories that made bricks, right? Now we have, we think of a brick and we think it's like, you know, like quite oblong, like made of the same stuff, you know, same composition, it looks the same. Every brick is like that brick, it might be a different colour, I don't know. But, um, but, but back, back, back in the day, you know, they, they, they crafted bricks by hand, so every brick was unique. Every brick was different. You know, if they used stones, they were just all different. You know, they've got different curves, different size. Everything was different. And so when, when um, in the passage saying, you know, he's building you in brick by brick, stone by stone, you know, we can't look the same because there's a, there's a gap. There's a place for you as you are and how you look. And God created you like that. He created you how you are. He gifted you how you are. He knows everything about you. Psalms 139, 13 to 14, it says, God created your inmost being. He knit you together in your mother's womb. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's the truth, right? You're fearfully and wonderfully made. He, he designed you how you are. He, you are a God-designed brick. And you don't look like other bricks, you know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, he designed you to be part of his house. And so, yeah, so every brick looks different, but actually every brick has a part to play. And in First Corinthians, it, it talks about how um, God's church is like a body, right? And it talks about how... Um, even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. And God has placed the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it, right? So, so the, the imagery here is that it's a body, and we can't all be skin, or like there wouldn't be a body. We, we can't be all eyes, we can't be all feet. We can't be all um, fingers or anything. We need each part of the body. We need each individually designed, hand God crafted brick in the house of God. You know, I don't look like Olivia, who was singing up here. I I don't have the same skills as Pastor Will, but I have a place, and I have a part to take. They don't fit the hole that I fit in God's house. And, and I don't fit the hole that you fit, you know? So we all each have an individual um, part in God's house. We have a place. Jesus has prepared a place for us in God's house. You know, you're significant, you're important, and you're needed. I loved what, what Kim talked about, you know, you're significant. You're important. You're needed in the house of God. You have a place in the house of God. You fit in the house of God. 
So secondly, you maybe, maybe why you're not in place in God's house is maybe you feel you don't deserve a place in God's house. You know, God is holy, He is mighty, He's worthy. He created the heavens and the earth, you know, He is holy. And, and you're right, you don't deserve a place in God's house. I don't deserve a place in God's house. We've all made choices, we've all sinned, you know. None of us deserve a place in God's house. But here's, here's the thing. God's house, at the, the cornerstone of God's house, the foundation from where we build from in God's house is Jesus. Yeah. You know? If we go back to the Ephesians and it says, Jesus himself is the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together. So it's through what Jesus did that we deserve a place in God's house. He died for us to have a place in his house. Romans 3, 23 to 26 says, All of us have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. But God treats us much better than we deserve. And because of Christ Jesus, he freely accepts us and sets us free from our sins. (laughs) It is awesome. Thank you. God sent Christ to be our sacrifice. Christ offered his life's blood so that by faith in him, we could come to God. So none of us deserve a place and yet we have a place because of what Jesus did. The third, the third reason why maybe you might not be in God's house, um, you may not feel like you have a place in God's house, is maybe, maybe at one stage you did. You did. You felt, I w- I'm in God's house. I'm in His will. Um, I'm there. I'm totally there. And for some reason, you feel like you've been shaken out of place. You feel like you've lost your place in God's house. You know, the bricks have fallen out and you're, and you feel like, no, I feel like I'm just Cargill's castle and I'm that, that wall that's crumbled to the ground. You know, I, I'm, I'm not in place anymore. You know, maybe um, you're in a different season of life and what you were doing last year just doesn't seem the right fit anymore. You don't feel like you have a place anymore. You know, there are different seasons in life. But the thing is, it's not about the season of life. It's about being in God's house through whatever. In in Hebrews, it says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, in every storm, in every season, every shaking, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You have a... You have a place in God's house no matter what the season is, no matter what the circumstances. You know, maybe there's been a storm or an earthquake. You know, um, Kayla and Daniel, they talked about how they had been in God's house and then some situation came, came into their world and they kind of fell out of God's house. You know, there might have been a bad diagnosis, some financial pressure, you know, you, you once felt like you had faith and thought you knew what the building looked like, but it looks different to what you thought. Maybe there was unexpected tragedy. Maybe there was disappointment, rejection. Maybe you felt pushed out of place. Maybe. 
Maybe you feel you've, you've been shaken out and you feel like you're a broken brick now. You're broken. And um, some of you know uh, our testimony, Jason and I, testimony is that um, of how our faith was shaken. You know, uh, our daughter was born with significant heart um, health challenges with her heart and where we had previously been, you know, we'd been involved in church, you know, um, and, and we felt we were shaken out of God's house. We felt not only were we shaken out of God's house, but we felt broken. We felt like we were broken bricks, you know, and, um, you know, God is a good God. He's a kind God. He's a faithful God. He's a merciful God. And, you know, we made it through the storm, you know, we, we processed through that. And, you know, um, we now know that God, God is a God that heals the brokenhearted. He's a God that repairs and heals the damage and makes us whole again. We're whole bricks again. And not only are we whole bricks, we're, we're a brick in the house of God. Philippians 1.6 says this. We can be confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until day of Christ Jesus. I might welcome the band up because we're going to sing this song. You know, I referred to a song um, earlier that um, talks about how in my father's house there's a place for me. And so we're going to sing that song and, you know, I just would encourage us that no matter what your circumstances or how you feel about it, you still have a place in God's house. He can restore you. He's got a place for you. You haven't been replaced. You're still needed. There's a gap without you. And we need you to take your place because without you, there's gaps. Without you, the the house of God isn't as strong or as beautiful or as complete without you. You belong here. God has created a place for you in His house. He, he made a way for you to take your place by sending Jesus. So as we stand... We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipperschurch.com.